0: On 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton and uh, today is the final day of Homelessness Week for 2023 and it's an absolute privilege to have a chat to Cy Messina. He is a state leader with Mission Australia and he joins us now. G'day, Cy.
1: Hi, thank you for having me, Clayton.
0: Look, it's wonderful to have you here. We are going to talk about your passion and heart for Mission Australia in a few minutes' time. We want to talk about your story, but just first, we better give sort of that top-line overview. If someone doesn't know who Mission Australia is, what is Mission Australia all about?
1: Yeah, sure. Look, Mission Australia is a um, Christian uh, non-denominational Christian organization it that's been around for over 162 years. So um, in saying that, it's hardened its mission uh, is to see that all Australians, not just some, but all Australians have a safe home where they can thrive. And that's because we know that the benefits of having a secure and a safe place to call home contribute significantly to the person's well-being, their physical and mental health, and also their sense of security and sense of purpose.
0: It's great, and uh, you work across the country in a whole lot of various places in a whole lot of different ways as well. Uh, I've, I've loved hearing a bit about the work of Mission Australia of recent times, and uh, there's a whole lot of, uh, uh, yeah, on the ground, as well as advocacy work, as well as chaplaincy work, as well as a whole host of things that Mission Australia does, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. There's so many things that Mission Australia is for, so many uh, opportunities for us to be able to grow as a national organisation. Uh, we're there on the ground uh, supporting young children and families through targeted early intervention and uh, work to do with communities for children. Uh, we're also supporting uh, you know, the most vulnerable with uh, returning back to work through employment services. Uh, and then with mental health, uh, those who uh, have a lot more complex needs. Uh, we support them through our mental health services. And then in particular, as you mentioned, the Homelessness Week, we have various uh, specialist homelessness services that are specifically uh, working with those who are most vulnerable and uh, are in the community that are either experiencing homelessness or at risk of homelessness.
0: We want to talk a bit about that too, that idea of um, at risk of homelessness or homeless and what that means in a couple of minutes' time. But first, I'd love to hear a bit about your story because um, not only do you work in this field, but you've actually had lived experience of homelessness. Could you talk to us a a bit about your story?
1: Yeah, look, absolutely. Uh, You know, um, if I can go back uh, in time, I was 13 at the time, and so... My father was was becoming ill at that time he had struggled to kind of hold down his full time job, and uh that sent my mother into working two sometimes three jobs at a time to try and make ends meet and uh you know as a young person at that age of age of thirteen you're not really aware of what's happening and so um you know uh when um, you know both of them will go through that struggle and uh dealing and experiencing financial hardship um they weren't aware of what services that they could, uh, you know, uh, reach out to, and unfortunately, uh, you know, the the payments of you know the the mortgage repayments became, you know, in the red, and we unfortunately, you know, were weren't able to keep up with those repayments, and so we we were evicted from our our family home. Um, so with that said, six of us, which is my my brothers and sister, and my 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 mom and dad were. You know, um, we're all squashed into one single garage with every belonging that we had. And so, you know, in saying that it was a it was a, a tough time for my parents, and they, you know, they bur- they they sheltered the burden and also the the strain of having to deal with that, um, and they protected us in a sense from becoming fully aware of what was happening for, to us. Um, you know, but uh, I have to say, my mother was you know a prayer warrior. She continued to pray for us and continued to remind us that. Uh, in all the circumstances and all the experiences that we were going through at the time, uh, that God had a promise for all of us, and that uh, she continued to remind us of God's promises, you know, through His Word and also through some of the the simple uh, verses that she she would uh, instill in us. For example, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, where it says, "For I know the plans that I have for you," says the Lord, "you know, not to harm you, but to give you hope in a future." You know, Joshua one nine, where you know, uh, we're reminded not to be afraid, but to be strong and courageous. Uh, for He's with us always, and it's these types of verses that continue to remind me of things outside of myself and and how I can give back to the community and and to to walk alongside those that uh, may be experiencing the very things that I did when I was uh, at that tender age of thirteen.
0: And do you remember the the change sort of moment as well? Because I, I imagine anyone who I have had the the opportunity to speak to around homelessness on this program as well has, it, it, it's a very um, deep emotion. I've got friends who have gone through that as well. It's The, the time itself is, um, it, it always stays with you. But as you then move into a, a place of safety and, and how long does it take to actually, I suppose, feel like, oh, well, maybe we will be safe now. Maybe this is home and I can have that sense of security.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'll I think uh, for us uh, we were in uh, that you know in a single garage uh, with our whole family and, and with all our belongings for about six to nine months and uh, you know um, even then we were still trying to deal with what does that mean for all of us we all processed it very differently um and, and i'm sure that many others would do the same you know, there's 94 percent of people who are experiencing homelessness you know are hidden from public view so you know you've got thousands of women and men and children and young um, you know, young people who are forced to couch surf as well as seek shelter in cars and in temporary accommodation and also living in severely overcrowded dwellings and uh, in, in inadequate uh, forms of shelter such as your garage were similar to what we were experiencing, boarding houses and also caravan parks. So uh, with that comes various uh, different types of experiences that they go through. I think uh, the key for us was to... Continue to seek uh, support from each other, uh, seek support from our local churches, um, and and then also um, have you know uh, goals that we can continue to strive for ourselves internally.
0: Absolutely, you you mentioned there too this idea of um, there's this sort of hidden homelessness. I suppose is perhaps the right word, the wrong word that um, you know what we may imagine as homeless, uh, an older guy on the streets, and and uh, you know is maybe made some bad choices in life or whatever it might be, is certainly, you know, maybe even hasn't made bad choices, is a part of what homelessness is. But there's a whole other part of what is sort of being described as hidden homeless that is occurring quite regularly and even still now, right?
1: Absolutely. Look, uh, you know, we, 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 we walk past it uh, from day to day. It's all around us. You know, homelessness is all around us. But we know that uh, our work on the front line with people and with families who are homeless, they themselves uh, sometimes don't feel homeless, uh, but yet they're struggling in silence. And this is because of the escalating living uh, and also rental costs, the impact of domestic violence and also mental health concerns, and the severe lack of social and affordable housing. These are all factors that contribute to our Australians experiencing homelessness.
0: From your perspective where you are, uh, working in Mission Australia, knowing these sorts of things that are happening, you know, we've got to... An avenue like Homelessness Week to have different conversations as well. So, what what is the the encouragement, the the thought process, the um, the message you want to get out to people, perhaps across the city who are, who are listening right now, who maybe aren't experiencing homelessness and haven't really been thinking about it until we've been hearing some of your story today? Uh, what's the message for for the general public of, of Melbourne?
1: Yeah, I think the, the you know as Christians we all have a generous heart. We're always Looking for ways to you know, um, to give to our community, to serve our community, particularly those who are disadvantaged or more vulnerable than ourselves. And what I would say is, if uh, you're you know, someone who may be experiencing homelessness, or you're in financial hardship, or you're um, you know you're, you're feeling the strain of, of coping from day to day, is to you know, to reach out to those loved ones that uh, you know are part of your support network. Uh, for those that um, would like to help more uh, in this space, is to Pray for people who are homeless uh, or at risk of homelessness and also for those who are working actively to provide practical support. You know, also pray for organisations like Mission Australia and others who provide support to hundreds and thousands of Australians in need, including those that are homeless or in need of housing. The other thing that we could uh, support uh, you know, others by doing is to you know, um, get online and sign up to receive Mission Australia's prayer diary. Um, that they could do by... Visiting Mission Australia's website, missionaustralia.com.au/prayer.
0: I love what they are, and and I think it's it's a you know as we pray or as we educate ourselves, as we understand more of it. So we we often I think God stirs those passions in us to make a difference in this world as well. I, I think there's some fantastic practical steps that you've you know 30 seconds and you've given us six, seven, eight different things. That's wonderful.
1: That's that's great and looking every opportunity that we can get uh, to provide advice. That would be an awesome opportunity to open up discussions. You know, if there are some people who would also like to, to help in other ways, you know, simply just asking the question, can I help or how can I help if they are seeing someone in need? And also be prepared if uh, the offer is declined. But if they're also feeling like they'd like to make a contribution to someone who is homeless, you know, making sure that it's an appropriate contribution, they could give money or food or drink or you know, um, clothing or bedding, uh, anything goes a long way to helping those most vulnerable within our community. Yeah.
0: And, and are you suggesting some of the best ways to do that is for, through, say, organisations like you, Mission Australia, or is it... Um, even as we see people perhaps in, in different spaces or as we identify it and go, okay, well, actually there's a, there is this homelessness happening of people sleeping on couches or in their cars or I might be able to help with that or offer a room or, or those sorts of aspects. Is, is there a, you know, the best way to, I suppose, have our, our mindset framed?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And to know what services are available for, for, for your friends or for your community, know what services. And if you're linked to a local church to also, um, you know, bring in the chaplain, make sure that they could give you the right advice as well. And if you feel like those steps may be a bit too hard or a bit too far for you to be uh, too involved in, then feel free to consider maybe donating to a charity that's already involved in your local area, whether it be through fundraising or a homeless charity that specifically looks at supporting these people through their special services like Mission Australia, then feel free to donate to Mission Australia where uh, you could go into the website, like I mentioned, and uh, the, um, and find out more information about how you could donate to Mission Australia. Yeah. Uh, that's through missionaustralia.com.au or simply uh, phone 1-800-8868. Love it. And we could take that, that, that pressure off them.
0: And- yeah. Yeah, make that difference together. So si, it's been wonderful having a chat to you, hearing a bit of your story, hearing a bit about the work of Mission Australia as well. And I think as we, we all have a heart to to make a difference and sometimes we just need to understand how we can, where we can, uh, the ways forward as well. Thanks for sharing your story tonight, so si. We Absolutely. really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Clayton.
0: Simon Cena, he is a state leader with Mission Australia with us here on 89.9 The Light.